I appreciate that though. Thank you. 
Nice meeting you too. Um, have a uh, have a good lunch. Thanks. <laughs> well, I'm and dinner. Love. And breakfast tomorrow.
and she is our five month old uh, super wonderful variant who is signed to Tony Wood Channels. Um, now signed to Coach Esad, who was listed for transplant um, oh, and started her aquarium with some collateral in half of our Overnight had some agitation in the respiratory distress, ended up going up with vent support, um, increasing his Prefidex draft to one. He got two doses of steroid morphine. Respiratory this morning could increase some bilateral pulmonary edema, could increase his viral six to eight hours. Um, had a weight increase by 300 grams, fluid balance, positive pain, fatigue. His hemoglobin was 10.6 this morning. We never got a recheck after he got blood the other day, but there was effectively no change. Well, there was, there were, uh, in the global yeah, yeah, they were higher. Oh, thank they you. Um, and then he's had dark stool this morning, and quite a bit of it has been blood off positive. And then that's where in the past 24 hours has been needed. Thanks to, you know, kind of no, need it not because any of the patients have been fibro. So no life suspects now at one. His rascal is zero. Was reported to be positive one all night. Pain of zero to five. He got three of his PR and morphine. None of his Tylenol. Lot scores were one to five for loose stools, vomiting, state, time to calm, startled to touch. And he has scheduled quantidine, Ativan, methadone, melatonin, and resveratrol. That's used for six and four. Respiratory wise, he has a three, five, cup BP2, patient canopicum, and SMB pressure control. Rate is now 20, pressure control is now 20, pressure support 18, and seat 7. Um, when I got here, he was setting in the low 80s on 45%. Um, I'm working on getting him back down to that again right now after all the excitement. He gets CBT every four hours and an x-ray every morning. His melanone is now 0.23 after the uh, weight change, and his nitride's been off for about 24 hours. He's on amlodipine and meeting his MAP goals of 50 to 70. His SBAD feed is 3100 and flows, as he said, is 2 to 2.2. Um, yesterday during the day, they were closer to 2.3. Uh, his PPP goal is 60 to 80. He was 83. He just went down on the biovalve to 0.26. LV check a PPP in four hours. He's also on aspirin and epoetine Monday, Wednesday, Friday. SENGI-wise, his dosing weight is 6.6, .6, daily weight was 7.3, which was up to the 0.3. He's currently NPO, but was on full NG continuous speech prior to this morning. Um, he is obviously having no issues stooling. He is on, uh, I think, what did he switch into? Protonics, Reglin, Polyvisol, and Potassium. Renal-wise, in the last 12, he was positive 76, and in the last 24, positive 270. Uh, his urine output was 2.9, but he had 226 grams of mixed diapers. Geomax is at 0 0.028. He got two diarrhoes overnight. It's also scheduled um, as two-day, and I give that around 10 a.m. And he's on spironolactone every 12 hours. Let's see. ID-wise, he's on his amoxicillin. Skin-wise, he's had a pretty gnarly diaper rash that Paws has seen, and we're working to fix that. Uh, his midline is open to air, he just has a little chest tube site. And his lab schedule, I'll grab a CBT year after round, but otherwise he's just scheduled for a QAM, DVT, RFT, MAG, CPT, and a Monday, Thursday CBT, fibrinogen, hemoglobin, plasma, and LDH. He also has HLA and isoglutin titers scheduled. He's got a pick line um, and a CID. With the way he's been stooling, I'm pretty worried about because it, it does not stay in his diaper, just so everyone knows to be making good uh, decisions when it comes to protecting that. Right, thank you. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, on exam this morning, he was comfortable when I first saw him, but even when he was sleeping, he still had some of my potassium factor. Um, he's a little bit concerned, but um, sounds like does calm after getting his abdomen was soft uh, when I felt it this morning. Um, one pump, of course, uh, was the PPP. So, concern with Mr. Jonathan is that uh, I think two part concern. One being that he has increased inflammation on his press x ray, and so we have 
we're going to put them on to the shire rails. And our second training concern is that the SDI grade uh, has made an MCL. We have also ordered abdominal ultrasound, or very the abdominal ultrasound is a chest ultrasound, and we just get a head ultrasound and decide if this is only a We'll just go through here by system. From a neural standpoint, we'll follow up on the head ultrasound. I was not going to change anything in the first eight minutes of treatment for right now. If you're coming with the CRM morphine, you can continue to do that. Um, from a respiratory perspective, you know, I would like to check a gas again at least this afternoon. I'm just going to check that it's a continuous she gets worse too we can always get a uh, chest x-ray and we'll get we'll follow up on the ultrasound <laughs> from a cg perspective just not going to change anything today there um from a renal perspective the keeping him on the q8 gyro i think is a good plan for right now he'll get a do or we'll give him blood today we may need to give him an additional dose of gyro after that so we'll just have to work out the timing of everything um and then from a feeds perspective i stopped the feeds um and we can put him on fluids here switch to crevices through protonics um my question is is if we concerned if he has a DIV, do we need to get an upper GI to evaluate this? Okay. Alright, so I can, we can put in a consult and I can call them after that. Um, from a team perspective, we will transfuse him today and then would like to discuss going down on his PCP um, the goal we had, had at 60 to 80 was going to just suggest going 60 to 70 to run him. We've been running him almost like high 80s, even low 90s. But we haven't held him. We've had lots of calls with Joyax, and not that that's okay, great. He's coming, but we've had a. Yeah, I think the difference is going to be if we got last other boys have really uh, went through their diapers when they were younger um, and uh, I don't know it's just been crazy um, trying to get some sleep but at the same time I appreciate all y'all um, there's a lot of you today um, <laughs> happy, happy day um, yeah uh, just do what you have to do um, we're, we're with you with this or whatever um, just thank you for all that you do and just keep doing not good, not only good to Jonathan, but everybody else too. Yeah. I do appreciate it. Thank you. Um, so, did you rise after? Here are the stomach after. Yeah. Okay. 
He may want them, they may want to soak him, which is put a little hammer down his esophagus or tube front or whatever, and look in his stomach and see if there's a street specific or something that it's leaking. Because all these black colored tools that he's having, there's blood in them. Um, and his blood count was lower this morning. Now, it's, he's gotten lots of transfusions in the past, blood counts, but this is different. I'm afraid he's got bleeding that's happening from somewhere. And we know because of the color of the tool, it's not coming from lower, it's coming from somewhere higher up. Typically, that would be like in the stomach. So, we may have our GI. The GI doctors are definitely going to see him, and then we'll have a discussion about whether or not they want to put a scope down and take a look. Okay. In the meantime, we're going to try to lower the things that are sending out his blood, mm. you know, that he needs because of the vat and all the plastic and everything like that. But we'll keep an eye on that. See, that's why I say every day this morning. You guys just make it clear for me so I can make it through my day. Appreciate it. We'll keep you updated. Thank you. You know, your brother, your uncle passed away today. I can't stand it. It's a bad day, son. It's a good day. But your uncle would have liked to see you. Your uncle Jason. Okay. He would have liked to see you. called me yesterday and asked if I was ready to bring him down for his x-ray and I said oh, no, no ma'am <laughs> he will not be leaving I know yesterday um during the day he had a emesis that had bright red blood in it um but nothing else came of it yeah I think what, what kind of candy 
his TPN and then the the D, yeah. Is there anything that prevents it from happening or is this going to happen? Well, we don't think it's risky because there's the medicine, the bite on it, and it can cause the And he wasn't being fed. So I think there are 
we don't exactly, I, don't, I think there are things that we suspect are not entirely clear if like what is in his chest cavity, if it ends up being fluid that we can, um, if it's like pleural fluid or if it's just like what we call chyle um, that could potentially get worse like once we start feeding him. Um, and one of your questions was, is what formula is he on? It's a formula called Infraport, and it is a low-fat formula, um, and that's what we use to treat chylus effusions. So, um, I think that's what he was on in Oklahoma. Why did you say that? Because that's all I meant. Yeah, I don't, I can't, to be honest with you, I can't remember what he came here on, or if he came here on Infraport, or if we switched him over once we saw that he had a chylus effusion. I can't remember, but you might be right. It sounds right, like that word. <laughs> infraport. <laughs> yeah. Like it could have been infraport or infamil. There's two of them that start with the infra, but I don't, I don't remember I for don't. sure. Okay. Um, and in terms of is this going to affect the transplant process? Um. So I don't think if the question is is it going to affect his like candidacy. Mm -hmm. Him having pleural effusions does not affect the candidacy, um, but it can dictate like what happens after he were to be transplanted. I think it's hard for me to say all of that of like what's going to happen besides like we'll just try to treat it. Just I think just continue to do the same treatment in terms of like trying diuretics. Um, and in diuretics, if he's on, you asked that question too. He's on a BMS infusion. That's this one right here, B-metadine. Um, and then that's the only one he's on right now. Yeah. Sometimes we give him, like, one time doses of another diuretic called B-met, or Diaril, mm -hmm. but he's not on that right now. Mm -hmm. um, he's on another medication called aldactone or spironolactone. That is not really considered, I think it's like classified as a diuretic, but it doesn't really work as much as like, it's not a strong medication to like pull fluid off, but what it does is it helps you to hold on to your potassium. Mm -hmm. It tends to be like excreted through the urine whenever you're on um, other diuretics. So those, the only, like I would say one diuretic he's on is in the aldactone that helps him hold on to his potassium. Um, the collaterals. I, to be honest with you, I don't really know if he has more collaterals at this time. Um, I know that they did coil some when he went to the cath lab. I don't know that he has more right now. Could it be something in the future, potentially, if we suspect that he has more? Um, but I might ask somebody else just to confirm this because I don't want to like give you the wrong answer. That's fine. Um, the name of the formula, Infraport, and it is low fat. And the low fat is just because of the, because we do know at one point he did have chylus effusions. And so if you put them on a low fat formula, that helps um, to not have the effusion. need more movement during awake hours to reduce fluid buildup. I think that it definitely like movement and just like having sitting up and like moving positions is helpful overall. Um, I think that it helps like um, with like areas in his lungs that can develop over time called atelectasis where the small little um, out of your lungs are like really small components called um, alveoli and they're like in these little sacs that open and close as you breathe and sometimes over time they can collapse and so i think just like it's good for rehabbing those it's good for just general like rehab to move to not like lie on your back or to lie in one position the whole time because sometimes you can also have like you'll notice the back of the head can get very flat um so i don't know that it's going to like help all movement it does help mobilize some fluid um, but I don't think that it's going to like fix the effusions if he has effusions, but it is very helpful for him to move. Even the like side to side, when you hold him, him getting up in the chair, like position changes, all of that is just good for multiple reasons, including like 
the same as with the back of the head. Um, like therapies, it's good for um, then like the norms and everything. And again, uh, before we move forward, yeah. these are these are a lot of questions from mom as well. Oh yeah. So it's like you know I'm just getting like a little bit. But keep going. Keep going. And too, like if mom is around tomorrow, like you guys can definitely like call her during rounds during the day and go through these questions, and I think you'll have um, they can answer see if they come up with the same answers and show some of the like bigger questions because I would be interested to see like what the transplant team says about like the collaterals and the effusions and stuff in a transplant, right. okay? I was just trying to do my best to answer what I could right now. You're doing good. Um, I answered the thing about the diuretic. Mm -hmm. His kidneys, they are, um, so you'll hear talk a lot about two levels called the DUN and creatinine, mm -hmm. um, and we keep a very close eye on those. There can be many things, not just diuretics, that affect those, like, um, like per overall like perfusion helps the or like can change them um different antibiotics can change them because different drugs are excreted that you're on are excreted through the kidneys um but i would say right now his are working okay but it's just something that's kind of an, an evolution thing that we always watch because it can change um so i would say we're always worried about his kidneys but um they're not they're like the numbers look okay right now Milrinone, he is on um, 0 0.5 of milrinone, and that can see the number down here, it's like hidden, mm -hmm. but he's on 0 0.5 of milrinone right now. In the neck, um, so he did have neck, he does not have, I don't, he does not have neck right now, but I think he had two part when he was, in, like when we weren't letting him eat for those 10 days, he had neck and he had um, an upper GI bleed, mm -hmm. but we're not concerned for neck right now. Just I think we're being very cautious because of him like throwing up and there'll be a little blood in there. In it. But he doesn't have it in terms like he doesn't have x-ray findings of it. And then I didn't know what this question meant. This last one, right? Yeah. Uh, Are his, I didn't know what. Gauge? Too? Uh, too small to let enough uh, fluid? But I didn't know what the gauge tube was. Me neither. Okay. That's another question from mom. Maybe I'll re-ask her. Ask her, because he doesn't have any chest tubes. Right, 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 right. Doesn't have any chest tubes. Um, and the only way is to. But I didn't know what she meant by this. Okay. So, if you don't mind clarifying that. Yeah. But I think that you should definitely, um, and we're always happy to answer more. So if mom wants to even be on the phone, yeah. like during rounds tomorrow, you can always call her. No, she's just, she'll more than likely will. Okay. She will, maybe, okay. but um, that was just a lot of clarifying for me as well. Um, okay. Did that help? I don't know if I made things more confusing or if you have more questions. No, uh, as long as I just call her and then say what she said through the questions. I'll, I'll let her know what I what I heard. Okay. But at the same time, um, I, think I might keep this and I might tell the day team tomorrow that I did go through this, yeah. but I might just ask them to like touch on a few of the questions again and then they have it. And if mom could be called during rounds, you guys could all talk about it too. That would be amazing. I think that that would be like any time that we round, you're more than welcome. Or we're, a nursing can call or anybody is more than welcome to call her. I get it. Uh, I, uh, I appreciate you. Yeah, um, no problem. Hold on to that. Uh, okay. Is she coming back up here soon? Yeah. Or when do you guys... You 15th. Guys, the 15th. Okay. So, it's right. gonna, that's when... Uh, boom, boom. All right. So, a big change, big uh, big changes with that. But Yeah. I'll let her... And where does she live? Where do you guys live? We live in El Reno, Oklahoma. Oh, wow. Yeah, so we're a good 11 hours away. Yeah, wow, okay, all right. So that's I was like, I knew it was far, but I just didn't remember how far, yeah. so. It could be further, but yeah. it's, uh, you know, I've heard stories about other people being further, but yeah, that's how far But still, it's very far, so. Yeah. But yeah, why don't we just plan on calling her during rounds tomorrow, and then we'll have the 
these questions, and I think like some of these bigger questions can go through there. I mean, she can ask any additional questions. I'll do that. Okay. Thank you. All right, no problem. But I think she's in a okay place right now. I think so too. Okay. I think um, just to be honest, you know, just last night, kind of like I've just I've learned not to. I learned just to ask questions. I learned not to like try to take it all. Another cast, but it looks good. Looks real good. Yeah, I'm not 
you know, I know there's people that like if you don't, you know, spell their name right, you know, like if you call your nickname their name, they get really upset about it. I'm like, you know, if, if you're important in my life, you're gonna, you know, how I like to be called. And you know, it's, to me, it's, to me, that's kind of some. I mean, some people are really <coughs> passionate about their names, and I'm like, whatever. You know, <laughs> you know me very well enough. You're gonna really know my name, real name. Uh, I must say this. That was. I need to hear that. Yeah. No, I, I guess like. I want to explain myself, but I don't need to because you explained the whole situation. <laughs> so, so what is your name now? It's Jonathan. Jonathan. So, and that's Jonathan. And that's Jonathan, yeah. And uh, my mom called me Jonathan. Hey, I see what say. But he's never called me Jonathan. I'm just kidding. He has, but I'm saying he called me Jonathan. He yeah. called you Jonathan? Yeah. But you look like Jonathan. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 32 years old now, and it's funny. My friend and I just had a conversation. His name's Emmanuel. Uh-huh. And so... But anyways, you know, it's yeah. just like we, it's just a weird thing. Like, mm-hmm. but you made a good point. If they're yeah. gonna know you well enough, yep. they're gonna know your name. Yeah. And that's the thing about you know, mm-hmm. that's just the life. And if it's your mom's or dad's doing that, hey, what are you gonna do? <laughs> what are you gonna do? Cause yeah. uh, my mom, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, and my dad's like, uh, you know. But mm-hmm. I'm thankful. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, it's just so coincidental. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As you spoke about that <laughs> whole thing. Yeah. And like I said, you know, for some reason I thought BD was really, you know, the nickname BD was really, you know, kind of, you know, a little bit too, you know, kitty-like, and yeah. I thought I was premature for it, but right. I, I, when I tried to go back to it, it was when, you know, we got, like, later in high school, everyone had, like, a cute nickname, and yeah. I'm like, so then I want to go back to it, and now it's just like, if, if that was my name, I mean, I've, I've known some BDs, it's not big deal but you know i actually prefer dora <laughs> i like dora yeah i like it a lot you have a very nice mm-hmm. name thank you happy your mom gave us to you and your dad yeah but what do you see with him what do i see with him <clears throat> i see that he actually has grown a bit but he still has a lot of fluid on board i'm just here to kind of look at this iv to make sure that that is still all staying you know intact and that it's not getting really inflamed or anything like that. Um, the the team that actually like changes the dressing and mm-hmm. stuff, they really get a good good idea of that. But I just in between them kind of monitoring that. And my um, primary goal here is to help the nursing staff kind of keep everything up at the top. Like you know, these all have these little stickers on them mm-hmm. when these lines should be changed because you know once you have this whatever and some some of them. Um, ingredients in these things are a little bit more prone to gather bacteria, so but we're trying to evolve, you know, um, keep as much, um, you know, germs and stuff away from the IV stuff by changing it and things correctly. And um, when they do actually do like the dressing change, I don't know if you've seen it, but the IV team comes in and, you know, it's all ground up and stuff to make sure that they're not breathing any germs into it. Uh, when they're this close to the the area where the poopy comes out, mm-hmm. <laughs> they're a little bit more vulnerable, so that's why you kind of, you know, it's not the favorite place to have that kind of line, but um, babies are hard. Very good. As far as their vessels, because they're smaller, and particularly if they've been in our hospital long enough that they've had more than one IV or so, they tend to um, kind of mess with the blood vessels, and unfortunately, you know, and I, it doesn't have Again, I know maybe sometimes, maybe other people, when you talk like that, uh, for myself, mm-hmm. I have five other at home, five kids at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just never have a before. Right. They never even broke a bone. Right. You know, yep. so, um, being, and I told everybody, as I tell other nurses and other professionals here, I say I'm very, I was very ignorant to mm-hmm. it. You know, it's more of like, you have to be here to believe it. You have to really be in the, in yeah. the whole thing to understand it. Um, but I say, I have to say, uh, we know the risk that we're taking, yeah. and that's the as more that's a hard pill to swallow. Yeah. But at the same time, I if I didn't know something like that could happen and it happens later, well then you know there's gonna be a, it could be a problem right. because I should have known about it. Right. But because you all are very upfront, it's very it's cool. Yeah. Um, um, did the did the baby doctor know that before he was born? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Well, uh, what happened was we. Uh, we uh, had 
his sister was poor and they didn't love it. Uh, in the bathtub. So we went around uh, three and a half years and had him and we put him in the bathtub as well. We had him in the bathtub. Uh, long story short, he's 22 to 23 days old. He had back to pain. He didn't want to breathe. And he's been in the hospital. So, uh, I got a test coming, but now I have to go through insurance to see if this is uh, genetic. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, my mom, you know, she has things going on with her heart. She had open heart surgery like a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big guy myself, trying to take care of myself. I've been, you know, it's just, uh, you know, we have we have issues. But again, mm-hmm. it comes down to this being so severe. Um, yeah, I don't know if I'm answering your question. And, and, and it's like, I, I could, you know, maybe you were like, I personally try to stick to stuff that's more organic. 
organic and not just have pesticides and stuff on it as, as far as girls. But um, even that, sometimes it's hard to get eliminated completely. And there have been some big offenders, I think, that um, that have been worse than other things. But um, and I also think there's countries that actually do a better job at monitoring that kind of stuff and, and giving you know more pure food. <laughs> My goal for him and my other kids is um, actually trying to produce a, a, a <laughs> create an avenue where you know they they made in America, right, mm -hmm. or whatever. You know, and at the end of the day, when I get, I'm 32, so I, you know, I, I'm naive. You know, I was very, you know, again, ignorant. Not just, just not worrying about a lot of what really the big picture is. Mm -hmm. And so when, you know, and it's such that in my life things like this um, or death, you know. Mm -hmm kind of shocks me up and I'm like, okay, now I know what this, you know, but you kind of stay on board just like with anything fun. But it's just like, that's what I want to do, you know, um, moving forward, mm -hmm. is just try to create a space to where at least somebody has a different chance of not making some happen because at the end of the day, it's like, you know, um, but with that said, right now, the present moment, keep you communicating with like this, you know, um, I'll just have to say this. When you're talking to me and I'm talking to you, and I'm not, and I know how I used to talk, you know, I still slip up and say some stuff about the same. We didn't, I don't have good experiences in talking to you. I don't. My brother passed away four years ago, kidneys, um, grandparents passed away, um, my grandma passed away, all these people passing away. Uh, mom had open heart surgery all of a sudden, you know, like two years ago, and it's just a, it, and even in Oklahoma, she still in the hospital. It's just, y'all have been a different, um, it's been different. Maybe right. Yeah. That's a, you know, and that's, that's what I tell people. You know, because there are people like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. And I'm like, hold up, hold up. Like I said, to, I've been saying for the last five days, you know, you have to put, you have to be recommended. Then you have to, you have to go through the paperwork to see if you qualify. And then you qualify, now you're here. You know, so off of that alone, I have to be thankful. But off of that, I've seen a huge improvement with the with the information I receive, with the care that I see, um, and I just appreciate it. Um, there, there definitely is a benefit of being in a place that specializes in the types of help that they get. Um, and there's there are certain procedures that are done, you know, just in the site throughout the country that we happen to be a site that does a lot of things that some other sites will not do not have the skills to do and aren't really invested in because they don't see enough of the population to do so. Um, so and, and, and like I said, I've been, I started working at Children's, Children's Hospital in 1988 in the pediatric ICU, but at the time we did not have a specific unit for the heart care. They were there. I was not, I was a lot more intimidated by them. Um, when we opened up this the cardiac ICU, I became over as a nurse administrator, since the nurses, um, and some of the nurses who were familiar, more familiar with the heart kids came over from the other, a lot of them stayed over in the ICU. Um, but at that point in time, I really realized, you know, how much that knowledge is important and how much even some of the more experienced nurses that take care of these kids didn't know things that I didn't know that I learned because I, you know, was teaching myself so I could teach others. So I think, and I've always been like felt very honored and you know and you know proud of being here because I think we do actually do a good job. Um, it, not everybody has that in you know you know and that you know it, nobody likes to mention it to me. It's you know that that's that's just the thing that goes along with these multiple diverse types of defects that we have. Some of them it's like okay. This one, you know, I got a little hole there, you know, it should close on its own. If it doesn't, we're going to, you know, come back within three years or something, and then they're fine. They get a little scar, and that you never really see them again. Um, you know, he's obviously not in that category. Yeah, and it's, uh, it, that's true. Money. And, um, you know, I'm not, I've maybe spoke to you before, mm -hmm. but either or, it's like, um, um, it's, uh, that's hard. Again. You know, uh, you know, you can, I can be, when I first got here, I can say a lot of, again, I have to be honest, I can say a lot of damn stuff, just because, you know, 
nine out of ten times my actions are different, right? So it's kind of like, okay, you can say something to somebody, and sometimes if they're not a strong person, they're out. You know, it's just something that, it's just a coping mechanism or whatever the case may be. But with that said, it's like, um, you know, we, we, we are, you know, this is for the cast. You know, this is, uh, we're, we're supposed to do a, I don't know what you can call it, but we're supposed to have two more open heart surgeries and, um, in Oklahoma. And uh, now it's like, you know, and that's, and, you know, the hard thing for me, everything is that you just, and this is just my mom always tells me, you know, but she's like, you don't look like there's nothing wrong with you. But clearly there's something wrong with you. And um, I don't know what's wrong with him. I just know the the disease or the the term for what's wrong with him. So how do we reverse that? And you know, I'm you know, talking and stuff like that. But at the same time, it's like um, it's tough. It's just tough. You see how I'm, and, and I know I, I don't know that I don't know. That's you know, but I trust y'all. Because if it doesn't go that way, you know, hey, look, you know, um, one is some, sometimes our kids are like, okay, there's, we're not going to really be able to fix this, you know, and we recommend that we get a heart transplant. Other times they say, you know, even if it might be a good option, they're so sick that they probably would survive a heart transplant, you know. So those are some hard things that sometimes, you know, parents will hear and then they have to make decisions, you know, what they Okay. Boom, 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 boom. He's done with being flat. Well, I was wondering about that. <laughs> well, I'm going to um, go outside for a little bit. Well, I'm going to go eat okay. then. Because it's not late, but it's not late at all. Yeah, I'm going to take Tamek and watch Tom serve that to him. Okay.
is with y'all 100 percent good so when we were dc we heard this guy back this guy back to oklahoma sometime well, right you know and the wind the wind they call illinois the windy city i don't know if you've been to oklahoma so windy windy over chicago there. is a windy city okay. out of illinois <laughs> okay okay i'm going to chicago chicago yeah because it's uh it's windy in Oklahoma. No. Yeah, well, it's windy. Winter time. Yes. But anywho. St. Louis is just known for being incredibly hot for this. You know, we're not like south, south, but right. it gets really hot and muggy because of the rivers around. Okay. And see, that's the thing about Oklahoma. Why is it so hot and then we ain't got no real yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, but anywho, I'll let y'all ladies back to it. Okay. Um, I appreciate the conversation. Uh, y'all have fun. <laughs> Enjoy your you time. Are all by the way. Hmm? You are. You are all. Uh, I think we're going to go further south. Yeah. West. You know. Yeah. Yeah. We get crazy over there.